You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. No, no. Well, folks, good afternoon at 12.06. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Here I am at AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dpetro.com. It's Tuesday. It is... Is today the 17th? It is the 17th. It's January 17th, Tuesday. Um, boy, that was a nice holiday weekend. It was a big football weekend, as a matter of fact. But anyhow, folks, it is Tuesday. No shortage of news between the the Biden document scandal tonight. Governor McGreed will give his state of the state. Uh, we may do that or we may do live coverage of paint drying. One of the two. We shall see. But, folks, this portion of the program now listen it's a new year it is 2023 so why not make sure your finances are in order and call our guy tom bryan ameriprise financial how would you like to take advantage of a free consultation ameriprise financial over 125 years providing advice clients unique goals call right now 401-434-1510 Office is located, excuse me, 400 Massoyet Avenue in East Providence. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. And whether it is, maybe this is for retirement planning, or maybe you're thinking of retiring. Or many times there are people that are retired saying, you know what, I think I'm going to come back into the workforce. I wouldn't mind a little extra money each week. I mentioned... um, I think a week ago, two weeks ago, that um, that someone I was uh, a small business person I know he's only hiring people over the age of sixty five, and they're all semi retired, but they're reliable. They're just there to put in a good full day's work, collect a paycheck, and they don't call in sick, and they don't ask all these other problems. But anyhow, folks, Ameriprise Financial, call today. Our guy Tom Bryan, call Tommy four zero one. 434-1510. It's a free consultation. Office is located 400 Massoyet Avenue in East Providence, right off of um, 95, oh, 195, excuse me. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Make sure your finances are in order. Well, folks, check out tobetro.com. We have a lot of unique stories. We have the latest, which is Cranston PD Live, episode 10, is posted with links and DePetro.com, brought to you by the Coincident Inn. You know, I was at the Coincident Inn Sunday night, went for a snack with uh, the DePetro sisters, Kate and Jacqueline. We had a delicious meal, and then uh, we saw Jim, the owner, and uh, we had some delicious desserts. But I had a grilled Reuben, which was perfect. I've also had the risotto. I think uh, Jacqueline Claire had pork chops. Kate had the meatloaf. It was fantastic. The Coincident Inn, 226 Coincident Avenue in West Warwick. And we had a great meal and a great time there on Sunday night. Now, I want to bring you the latest, folks. And this is one of those things. Word is starting to leak out. Tonight, as you know, those that are watching on Facebook, you can see behind me on this uh, sunny Tuesday is the Den of Thieves, the Rhode Island State House. Uh, remember the rules there. Everything's a deal. No deal too small. Everything becomes a negotiation. I want this. You want that. Let's meet in the meal, in the middle, excuse me, over a meal and give it to him. 
and blah, blah, blah. Well, the picture that I have posted uh, on the Facebook page, John DePietro Show, which, by the way, has just been rocketing with growth, by the way. Incredible growth, even far larger than I might have even had thought about. Um, it's not your imagination. It is it is really remarkable. We have, of course, a video on the Facebook page that's about to hit 5 million views, which I would put up against anything in this area that has been on the Channel 12, Channel 10, anything like that. But it's on the Facebook page. And listen, there is a buzz going around. This wasn't an accident. If you haven't seen the photo, uh, we posted it. I didn't do a big story on it but it's just one of those things that you know there was last night and they had it was a, a service and a speaking program they had uh, honoring Dr. Martin Luther King but what's remarkable about it is sitting on the stage left to right and again you can see this on the Facebook page and it's right now it's got 31 comments. I have a feeling by one o'clock it's going to be 131 comments, but it's very, very concerning because there's Congressman Cicilline. The person speaking is Congressman. And I hate saying that Seth Magaziner. And then there's Mayor Smiley and Governor McGreed. But what is so concerning to people that have seen it is, in fact, you, you would think that this is from 2020, 2020 or 2021. There they are. There is Governor McCreed in full mask. As a matter of fact, you go down the aisle. There's Smiley. There is Cicilline. And then you realize they're all wearing masks. So there is a, a buzz right now at the State House that tonight in his State of the State, of which, by the way, I will not be carrying. You know, the the rest of them, Channel 10, Channel 12, they're going to promote. And you can see Governor McKee's state of the state right here tonight on NBC. I will not be carrying it. I'm the opposite. I'm tired of it. There's nothing to cover. Um, but that 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 is alarming because people that I've talked to the state house believe that he could once again start to see here. Let me just give a little background on this at 12 minutes past 12. You have to understand, their their idea of governing now, Governor McKee, he, he doesn't, they, they don't want COVID to end. They don't want COVID to end because the end of COVID, number one, it's, it's lack of control. Number two, they continue to want all the COVID money flowing in. So now if you've noticed, um, members, the, Kevin McCarthy, the House Republicans, they have hinted like, all right. This spring, that should be the end of it. There's no more COVID money going to the states. And then look what Governor McKee and Cicilline, look at their reaction. What do you mean there's no, that we have COVID? We have a lot of COVID. In fact, we're all back in masks. Now, someone, I, I was asked, like, do you, do you think, it, it, and there's not one person sitting up there. And, and here's the thing that I, I also just want to, Stress to people at 13 minutes past 12 on this Tuesday. Keep in mind, all those people are vaccinated. All those people are vaccinated, boosters, checked all the time. And they're still, it's, 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 all, it's all theater. But I think it goes beyond that. You know, they like the control. Governor McKee, I've heard from some of his people, you know, they 
or people that come, you know, that interact with their crowd. One of the things that he finds is he he now sees, oh, okay, you know, when when Ramundo was governor, with the daily briefings, she had a different relationship with the media. Governor Ramundo, what would she do? If you remember for the first two months of the pandemic, March, April, it wasn't till late May, the first two months, the media wasn't even allowed in. They used to have Margie O'Brien there. The media, we used to have to email <coughs> questions to her. And Margie would read the questions to Governor. And by the way, that was the only participation of some of the members of the media. Now, I attended over 100 COVID briefings, summer of 2020, starting in the spring, June, July, in the August, September, and so forth. Over 100. Didn't miss any, as a matter of fact. But McKee, he likes, Governor McKee likes the type of relationship that he sees that Gina Raimondo enjoyed with the media, which was basically, I'm going to talk, you're going <clears> to <throat> you're going to listen. If if a person in power is describing that they're in an emergency situation, it is their feeling that the media is is less critical of them. Governor McKee he ties. A lot of the criticism towards him from the media, he kind of ties it in with when the pandemic was winding down. So number one, number Governor McKee, keep in mind now, he does not like, he has a, actually a very, he does not have a good relationship with the media, right? He's at war with the Boston Globe, who covers Rhode Island. Um, not so much with the Journal and Channel 10, but definitely he has very strong feelings against the Boston Globe and also against Channel 12. So uh, the McKee people, they would like to move back to it's an emergency. Therefore, you can't criticize the person who's in charge, the media less critical, more of just kind of repeating the information. So there's a lot of benefits. If you're Governor McKee, number one, they want the money to just keep flowing in. So as much as some other states, Tennessee, Florida, Texas, there's, you know, listen, we're past the pandemic. We have hit herd immunity. There are still people that are getting COVID. There are still people that, that are getting it. But because of the boosters, the vaccines, we also keep in mind a lot of people who had health problems, underlying health problems, many of those people, but they, they have, let's, you know, they have passed away. They died from it. So you, you've already kind of eliminated some of the, the very least healthy members of, of the population because so many people died, a lot of elderly and then people with underlying health causes, many people with some kind of, we all know what they are. But on top of that, when you have the you know, you can now be immunized and also the vaccine. There's no need for it, but you would never know it because the emergency rooms are packed. A lot of that is flu as well. And the emergency rooms have been dealing with people that get uh, both flu and COVID at the same time. And there are people who just have never gotten, they've never been, um, never received the vaccine for whatever reason. So now as it's going along, I mean, there are People right now, I believe that, and, and you could be listening or watching right now, you, you have COVID, but it's not severe. 
Maybe it hits you during the holidays and then you're immune from it for a while, right? There's many people I think that did have a cold or a sore throat, but it just, it didn't affect you that much, probably because you received the vaccine. So it's flowing everywhere, right? It's flowing everywhere, but the people that are really getting hit by it are in fact still some of those people with either the elderly, those with uh, underlying health conditions, and or people that just were not vaccinated. But if you're Governor McKee, more money, more control, less negative media coverage. As much as someone might say, you know, the business community would be upset if Governor McKee started to move into I, I don't think we're ever going to a full lockdown situation, but 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 here's the, the notion that you have to realize. You've never met a more business-unfriendly governor than Governor McKee. I mean, the guy, he's essentially anti-business. Let's, you know, who does he appeal to? It's, it's all the special interests. It's all the unions. It's the unions that represent the state workers. Keep in mind, none of those people lost their jobs during the pandemic. None of those people. It was work from home. Uh, none of those people were furloughed. None of those people had to take any type of pay reduction. Zero. He, do, he does not. In, in other states, if you're talking about like a Florida or Tennessee or Texas, they are concerned about business. They are concerned about how the business community would be affected. Um, states that don't care about it. Governor McKee is one of those governors. The governor of California, by the way, is the same way. That's why so many companies have fled out of California. So you don't have someone that is saying, boy, that would that would be difficult for the, the business community. He, they don't care about the business community. They have put all their eggs into the basket of the unions, of special interest. So for them, any type of uh, conditions that could affect the business community, they, they feel they're immune from them. Folks, this portion of the program, now speaking of emergency rooms, Keep in mind, AtMed Urgent Care, when it's an emergency, you want AtMed Urgent Care. They specialize in ambulatory medicine, diagnostic treatment services, immunization, school sports physicals. Instead of the emergency room, if you want to be seen quickly, I have visited both locations and I, I was seen in less than 30 minutes. AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue with Johnston in the Atwood Medical Center and 5750 Post Road East Greenwich right across from Felicia's. When it's an emergency, at Med, ATMED, cost-efficient healthcare alternative, hospital-based emergencies. And remember, whether it's walk-in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, work-related injuries, and they will look you over. If, in fact, you're in some kind of a vehicle accident, a lot of the emergency rooms now, a lot of times in the past, when people would be in some kind of a car accident, they'd want to just make sure they're okay. They'd go to the emergency room. The emergency rooms now turn people away. But AtMed will look you over. Two locations. And remember, online at MedUrgentCare.net. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1221. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, next hour, I'm probably going to talk a little bit more about this Biden, uh, this document scandal, which it's it's getting bigger. It's it's not getting smaller. Um, th- this 
controversy, as a matter of fact, is just seemingly uh, getting worse as they continue. And it's comical as they're finding more documents. I think he's another one that's going to plead not guilty by reason of insanity. Now, jury selection also started this morning. This started this morning in that Pawtucket police officer, Dolan. It was June of 21. He chased those three teens in West Greenwich, Exeter, and then he shot the driver. Jury selection began. So I will have some coverage of that over the next couple of days. But they were just getting uh, started this morning with jury selection. Sometimes I've I've gone to those. um, I I don't think it's going to be very difficult to see the jury in in this particular situation but the amount of discovery was handled they've gone forth so uh we will have have coverage on that and then so next hour i'm going to talk a little bit more about this this biden document scandal which again i think and as i've kind of talked about it's um it's good for the republicans it's certainly good for kevin mccarthy and it's also good for president trump because I think it kind of neutralizes, I believe, it neutralizes the, the elements. And I know they're trying to argue about, well, that the president wasn't cooperating and they had to do the raid and blah, blah, blah. I, I think most people look at this and see the optics that the, the, the biggest denominator, I'm going to talk about it next hour, but it's, it's when they found out from when they said or did anything about it. And that is a question that is not going to go away and and we'll touch on it. But let me just see that. I know that a lot of the local television stations, you know, I'm looking Channel 12, five things to watch for in McKee's State of the State Address. There's nothing that benefits us. It's all, you know, from what I've seen, agenda setting. It's all, I I think this thing is... is, um, I think it's past its time. I think the whole element of him giving up and we were supposed to listen to his vision and blah, blah, blah. But I'll, I, I think it's from a different era. I think it's from when you didn't have the communication you have today. And then therefore it was significant. This was a chance to hear from whether it is the governor or the mayor or the president to lay out their quote, Vision number one, we know it doesn't work that way, and number two, it's it, it communication is is happens in real time. So some of the things, <coughs> excuse me, folks, that they're talking about, he's hinted at wanting to cut the state sales tax, freeze the gas tax. Rhode Island sales tax stands at seven percent, compared to six point two five in Massachusetts, six point three five in Connecticut. Listen, what should Governor McKee do? He should lower it to six. He should lower it to five, make us well below our neighboring states. This stuff on education, until this is the guy that got into office because of the teachers unions. Whatever they say about education, I, I, I don't, I'll believe it when I see it. And you're still talking about they are flush with cash, but all it seems to do is they just seem to add more state jobs. I mean, this this is a joke. A surplus of six hundred ten million. We, where are the where's the tax cuts? Why is everything still so expensive? 
So they, um, it, it also still comes down to Governor McKee meets with the Speaker. He meets with the Senate President. And it becomes the, the triangle of I want this. And then they're horse trading. And I'll give you this if you'll like, give me that. And blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> but the, the education um, equation is it, 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 it's a complete embarrassment and disaster. But as we talked about yesterday in politics this week with with Justin Katz, all of these people, they they nibble at the edges, but they, they don't even come out with the elephant in the room that none of them want to take on the teachers unions, which, you know, holds the state back. So. As far as tonight, I know it's the tradition. He walks in and the chamber is full and there's all the state reps and there's the state senators and all the judges march in and blah, blah, blah. I just I cannot. If you want to watch it, fine. I just can't bring myself to cover it. I just can't. This this is ridiculous. We don't we don't have um, legitimate elections. Governor McKee was not the chosen candidate. It was Helena Folks. Helena Folks beat him on primary day at the polls. The only reason he's there is because of all these campaigns, his campaign collecting ballots and all the ballot harvesting. And the same thing with that lieutenant governor. If if the if we had real true form of government tonight, it would be Governor folks, Helena folks, delivering her first state of the state with Lieutenant Governor Aaron Gukian sitting next to her. I, if, if we had a real, you know, if things were really legitimate, that's how things would be playing out tonight. And Mayor Fung would be in Congress. But we don't have that because it's a rigged game and they manipulate the ballots. That's how I come down. So as a result of that, you know, don't expect he 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 doesn't feel that the voters turned out for him. Quite the opposite. They didn't turn out for him. They wanted to select someone else. The general election is is different. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Remember, Rhode Island or Massachusetts called Propane Plus today, 401 885-4209 in Rhode Island for propane. In Massachusetts, call 508-252-3359. 508-252-3359. Propane Plus, heating and cooling. They will deliver propane to you if you use propane. Contact Propane Plus. Always there for you. Remember, they have a very user-friendly website. It's propaneplus.com. Residential, commercial, heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209 or 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Now, uh, two quick things, just updates. Today is January 17th. All right, the latest on Ladybug. She is still in the hospital. I think she goes back and forth. But as of right now, she is awake again. She is talking. We're going to afford her and her family some privacy without question. But from what I understand, I believe LB is out of intensive care. 
So, but she is, she's been going in and out of consciousness. She was better, and then she had a bad day. But by all accounts, she does seem to be having a better day. Now, as there are more updates, I will post them on the Facebook page. But LB, and I, I see people posting, like, why is she there and what happened? You know, I want to respect her privacy and her family's privacy. Hopefully, at some point, she'll be okay. And then um, I will also, as I've been communicating with Ladybug's immediate family, reach out to them and and ask them exactly the type of update. Because, I, I mean, I do. I understand people are, are curious. People are concerned. People want to ask. And so I will um, – I'll see how they – feel comfortable giving a a ladybug update the other uh housekeeping i just want to mention is a week from this friday the person that i believe is partly responsible for lb being in the hospital mark perkins the orange ski mask maniac former boyfriend of charlotte lester where she was last seen headed to his house his court date unless it changes is set for next friday the 27th 930. I will be there. Hopefully, LB will feel better and she'll be there. But he will be in court to face the charges of attacking the two of us that so many people have seen that video. So that's a week. I'll post this again on the Facebook page. But Mark Perkins, it's 930 in the morning at Kent County. And we'd obviously I know that all of the Charlotte Lester people, family members, friends, they're all going to be in court This is someone that Charlotte Lester's family have said that he's never uh, won't sit down with them, won't sit down with they have a private investigator, won't take a lie detector test. Um, Let me think what else they feel. They have eliminated certain suspects. He's never sat down with the family, the Lester family. I recognize some people don't follow the case, know anything about the case, and they just think, oh, Juan and Ladybug picked this guy at random. That's obviously clearly not not the case and not what happened. As police, he's the one that owns the home in the uh, Appenog section of Warwick where the, the Warwick police were there for a full month. A month. Crime scene tape, the whole deal. So that will be... Uh, coming up, and I'll, I'll be giving notice, especially next week. I'll really give notice if you've, um, and then I'll give more details of if you'd like to go where you could park. It's it's completely, um, it's free. Uh, you can go to, if you've never been in court. A lot of people see this stuff on TV. You get to enter a real courthouse, a real courtroom. You get to sit there. You know, there's the prosecutors there will be the accused there's the judge and in it's it's just it's still a preliminary hearing but it's all uh part of we'll see exactly where you know where this whole thing is go but i can tell you that i was contacted by uh people involved as far as authorities involved and he is still facing the felony assault charges uh, with um with a, a, a deadly weapon in the fact of the lawnmower, uh, he is those those charges are all intact. So that will be a week from Friday. Again, that will be January 27th. I will be giving you a heads up. There'll be things posted on the Facebook page about that in plenty of time. Uh, um, so then people can plan accordingly. It would be nice. 
a lot of Charlotte Lester's family and friends, they believe, they believe that he has not been uh, as forthcoming as he could be. And all you have to do is go on the page and they lay it out. I'm not speaking for them. I'm merely repeating what they have said. And so they are definitely going to be in court, big presence um, for this individual. And he has to be there. This is nothing of just his attorneys going. He has to be there. Folks, at 1234, this portion of the John DePietro show, and it's brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. Now, it's January now, but... You know, you think about it. We are nine weeks till spring, and maybe you're already thinking that you'd like to use more of your outside property more. Okay, you have a yard, but maybe they specialize in patios. They did a walkway for me. They do steps. Limitless outdoors. They're based out of Smithfield because it is truly limitless what they can do. Outdoor kitchens. They do landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installations, excavation. They could do an outdoor fireplace for you. They could do an outdoor fire pit. They can update your indoor fireplace. Limitless Outdoors. Call Chris today, 401 free quote 580-1852. You can check them out online, limitlessoutdoorsri.com. They're also on Facebook. But a lot of people... You know, in the past, people uh, a lot of times would say we're going to do an addition onto their home. And they would, you know, they have to go to get the zoning and then it has to go off and then it's a it's a big room. More now, more people are saying, you know, I want to have like a room that I could just enjoy, say, six to nine months of the year. And so they're they're adding an outdoor uh, kitchen or there's beautiful patios. No, I mean, there's some people that. They have televisions outside and kitchens outside, and they have fireplaces outside. And I, they're doing grilled pizza at the outdoor fireplace, and they have fire pits, and it is limitless. Limitless Outdoors RI, and call them for a free quote, 401-580-1852. So, folks, it is uh, Tuesday now. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380. And nine nine point nine FM. Now, I um, I have received email from people saying, "Well, what's going on with the Anna Walsh case?" <sighs> well, right now, how come you know? How come no one's it, it, stories? That story got a lot of attention and came up, and then it right now there has not been. Um, a lot of new information about that about that case. So it um, right now it is it is you know obviously they're still investigating. I it's my understanding that they have um, evidence that they're testing right now, but. Like anything, there is an ebb and flow. There's an ebb and flow to stories and cases. And right now, I have not heard of any more searches. I don't, there's an obvious thing here that they, you know, it's very possible that they're not exactly sure what he possibly did 
with his wife. But she is still missing. I mean, we have kind of gone over that case a little bit. Um, it is um, right now. There's 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 nothing. It 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 almost seems it's a good thing that they searched that transfer station in Peabody, and uh, from what we understand, we're able to retrieve certain devices that they believe may have been tossed there from New Year's Day. But on the Anna Walsh case, <clears throat> just to, again, kind of sum up a little bit, his actions the night after New Year's, January 2nd, went to the Home Depot in um, in Rockland at 4.30, 4 o'clock, bought $450 worth of cleaning supplies, and... What he did the remaining part of that night, if police know they're not saying, they could be quietly searching. But it is possible that that he successfully, you know, he, he got a tarp, he got the drop cloths. We have we did learn that they were not truthful in court when when Brian Walsh claimed that they were the ones that told um, where she worked, that they were the ones that called that. So I want to, um, that was a story that has in fact come out that, but but here's the thing. I think there's going to be a number of different things that we will hear that start to, you know, go after and take away um, that that he was not. The police log indicates it was the employer. Boston 25 reported this, reported him missing before the husband. So as I mentioned, I won't say who, but I have been in communication with some of the people that she worked with. But a cohesive police log shedding new light on the disappearance first brought to the attention of the police. The police log indicates her employer, Tishman Spire, contacted the police before the husband did. According to the log, a call requesting a well-being check was made on that Wednesday, January 4th, by a man who identified himself as head of security, where she worked in D.C. It states that they contacted her husband before he reported the wife missing. The log reports he told police on a left for D.C. hadn't heard from her since. Head of security said the company contacted the husband. He had not filed a missing person report. The details contradict initial reports that Anna Walsh employer and Brian Walsh simultaneously reported a missing. During last week's arraignment, Brian Walsh attorney told the court that it was her client Brian who contacted the company about his missing wife. And I had said that because that's what they said in court. That's what they said in court. That's what Tracy Minor, his attorney, said in court. The log also reveals her phone last pinged January 2nd at 3.14 in the morning in Cohasset, hit the tower, Reservoir Road in Cohasset, less than a mile from their rental home. The information from the police log leaves many questions. Two weeks have now passed since she was last seen January 1st. So they're processing the evidence found. 
can take weeks, if not longer. You found they found a knife with blood on it in the base uh, basement of the rental home in Cohasset. Authorities found a hacksaw and rug believed to contain biological evidence at a Peabody transfer station, blood and human tissue. He's not getting out. He's not going anywhere. So there's no rush to say we got him or he's going to escape the jurisdiction. He is being held. But that is really significant. And let's just go back to. So he said initially that he thought his story was going to be that she left for D.C. And that's the last he heard about it. Where that is so moronic is there was no Uber or Lyft that went to the residence. There was no report of Anna Walsh on an airline flight. But this was Wednesday, January 4th. She was last seen New Year's Eve into New Year's Day by a friend that had dinner over at the house. And it sounds like he wasn't going to contact anyone. This sure sounds like that if her co-workers and the head of security where she worked, if they had not called the Cohasset Police Department, Wednesday would have turned into Thursday. Would have turned into, you know, it sounds like he wasn't going to say anything. He was going to try to lead the investigation to be in Washington. It sounds like. Brian Walsh wanted to give the impression that something must have happened to her down in D.C. I don't know. She left here. Should we, we all know she actually never left the house. She certainly didn't leave the house alive. Now, the fact that the phone pinged the last time, January 2nd, at 3 o'clock in the morning, hit a tower. So that sure sounds as if... He now keep in mind, he went to the Home Depot on January 2nd. Yeah, Home Depot in in Rockland, January 2nd at 4 p.m. The last time her phone pinged was in the early morning hours after New Year's Day. So New Year's was a Sunday. And then, you know, you go up to midnight and then it's it's one o'clock in the morning on Monday, January 2nd. And then 2 o'clock. Now, that was still the holiday. And then somehow her phone pinged less than a mile from their rental home at 3.14 in the morning. So I'm sure police may have more information about that. But right now, you know, the bottom line is because there is no information. You know, I do receive, and folks, again, good afternoon at 12.45. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I do receive messages from people. What's going on with the case right now? And it doesn't matter who it is. There's seemingly, there's no new information right now. Um, And I know it sounds gruesome, but it certainly seems conceivable I mean, he did go search online how to essentially get rid of a 115-pound body. And it sounds like he may have been successful. The question is going to be what they found could match. I still think this leads to uh, murder charges. 
I think it does. But there's there's no rush. Take their time. Build the case. He's not going anywhere. He's not around those boys. So they have time to make sure that all the T's across, I's dotted. You don't want any mistakes at this point. And then they may end up bringing it to a, a grand jury. Folks, right now at 1246, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Tuesday, it's brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it's a washing machine or a dryer or a dishwasher, or a refrigerator, or a stove, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Remember, all work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Saturday appointments are available, and he offers a senior citizen's discount that's available. Remember, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401 710 7096. You can also find them on Facebook. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. Well, folks, right now at 1247, again, next hour, I'm going to give the latest on the uh, the document scandal. And uh, um, let's see. And and also, I, I think this is going to be far reaching for we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit next hour regarding uh, the Biden document scandal, because I don't think it's going away anytime soon. And I'm also very curious to see if there is, in fact, a White House press briefing. We definitely want to um, bring that as well, because those have become uh, torturous to watch, but at the same time, very, very um, enjoyable. Okay, so I'm seeing President Biden met with the Dutch prime minister. In the Oval Office. Um, And there's Kevin McCarthy. You know, I'm not going to get into some of the the uh, the stuff on the. The debt ceiling. Um, But we we will monitor if, in fact, a White House press briefing, because that has just been appalling. It has been so. So listen, on the um, at 1248, I want to be optimistic. And again, good afternoon, one and all. It is one. I will be doing Facebook Live later today, later tonight. And I want to remind people again that you can uh, subscribe to the page. If, they, if anything breaks, I mean, we'll be on it. But I, I am not doing the, the McKee state of the state. I'm just not. It's uh, it's boring to begin with. I also noticed that he shared. He shared a link to watch him on his Facebook page, but that that never does well. And he um, he, you know, I I just I'm not going to give them the the attention that 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 they want. I I refuse. Um, And and I think it, it becomes my opinion, just it's 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 not what it used to be. And until they um, start to really, (laughs) all right, I I see that uh, President Biden refusing to answer questions about the classified documents. He, He can't, he can't, let me play sound of this. 
the president he he can't do anything their their whole he their whole presidency his whole presidency is on hold the 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 regular mainstream media they feel that the biden people um burn them so they're not he 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 can't he couldn't answer questions from the media when everything was going well let alone now when he's got a real scandal let's just listen he's with the dutch prime minister here we go and he just here we go so they're in the oval Listen to that. They're just trying to move everybody out of the room. He won't answer anything. How embarrassing. President Biden clearly not taking questions. (laughs) Clearly not taking questions. Wow. You know, I also saw this other story, folks. And again, good afternoon at 1251. Suspects steal nearly 50,000 worth of beauty products from a store in Stoughton. Authorities are searching two women, stealing thousands worth of beauty products from a beauty store. Two suspects, 5,000, Ulta, and the company has opened an investigation. Other potential thefts. In Cranston, if you saw Cranston PD Live on Friday night, that the I, this is who we were looking for. There they are. Huh. Yes. We were, uh, I'll tweet that out. We were looking for this duo. There they are. So we got a report. They they were shoplifting like that in Garden City. They went to Stoughton and, and stole 5,000. All right. Questions grow after news. I'll, I'll do the, the Biden uh, thing next, next hour a little bit. You know, the, this other thing of the, the news continuing local. Taunton mother relives the terrifying moments a white supremacist group disrupted a drag queen storytime event. Dozens of mass protesters line the city library sidewalk. The, the news does stuff on that. They do nothing on the Democrat operative who, who was threatening people online. Nothing on that. Hmm. You'd almost think that there was a bias. So we want to... Um, Again, I'm going to do the the Biden document stuff next hour. And I also want to, let me just, oh, hold on. (laughs) Uh, They are, he, they're the, the Biden presidency right now is, is frozen because he, they don't want to answer any questions about the documents. Let me just see. If, uh, let's see, let's see what time White House press secretary will do a briefing with reporters today. One forty five. Ah, it'll be the end of the program. All right. Well, at least we'll be able to capture some of it. So at least we'll be able to capture some of it because that has become must listen to radio or must see TV. As she just continues to get 
hammered, and rightfully so. I played uh, the sound, and I'll play it again next hour, where Don Lemon on CNN was saying, this is unfair. Shouldn't the president go out there and... And, and and address this. This is you know, this is terrible that they make her. She excuse me. She's the press person. She is absolutely the uh, the White House press secretary. That is her job to go out and deal with the media. So. Oh, boy, look at this terrible story. High school freshman killed in skiing accident at Gunstock Mountain. And everyone is reeling over that terrible story of that young hockey player that was killed in Massachusetts. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but the car he was riding in was a passenger flipped open, flipped over, excuse me. And um, and it, it absolutely just... Uh, Terrible news. There's also the mugshots of Brian Walsh have been released. Federal agents raided his home. The guy is just, he's not saying anything. He has lawyered up in a major way, as they say. Major, major lawyer up, as a matter of fact. Folks, right now at 1255, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Matthews Oil Company. Who's your oil company? Call Matthews Oil Company today, 401-942-7500, 401-942-7500, Matthews Oil Company. They'll keep you warm this winter, trusted oil delivery. They also offer various payment plans, celebrating 90 years of service. You can depend on Matthews Oil Company, Premier Dealer Rhode Island, highest quality heating fuels, Call Matthews Oil Company today, 401-942-7500, 401-942-7500, Matthews Oil Company. Why not? And remember, trusted oil delivery. Now, we still, don't get me wrong, we, we haven't had any snow. We still have a long way to go. I mean, last year, if you remember, people putting heat on into April, almost into May. You still have a long way to go. Call Matthews Oil Company today, 401 401- 942 7500 941 7500 941 942 7500 for Matthews Oil Company. That was really remarkable the way that the White House press corps just erupted, erupted and asked, trying to ask a question of President Biden. I'll play that again into, um, I'll play that next hour. So well, we have a lot of, um, I have a lot of sound on that Biden document case. And as I've said, it's, it's not going away. If, if anything, it's going to increase and as I have um, mentioned, that I think one of the a key part of that is, and I want to give credit to, it was former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, that mentioned who made the decision. They knew about the documents. Who made the decision to stay silent six days before the midterms? So that that is a key question, and that is a fear question. And that is something that they have not answered, as a matter of fact. But 
that somebody made that call. So it was either, you know, it was either the president or his chief of staff or someone did. But they found those documents and someone said, let's let's wait a little bit. Let's not let's not call. That would have dominated the midterms. And that could have been that would have really changed all the momentum and totally could have had an effect, I believe, on the midterms. So as uh, Governor Christie mentioned, Chris Christie, now, again, he's a former prosecutor, but I'm always intrigued in someone like that is prosecutors look at stories in a different way. They break it down. They provide a different type of insight. And as much as, you know, a lot of people are jumping ahead and why to try to wash over it or just compare it to with President Trump, they felt wasn't cooperating, blah, blah, blah. I think, Christie, that is a very valid question. Who made the decision back in, you know, you go back to the the um, midterms were November 8th, right? Who made the decision on November 2nd? Let's not say anything that final weekend. That could have had impact. All right, it's 12.59. Now, next hour, folks, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Next hour, you can listen online at uh, dipetro.com. But next hour is radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, White House press briefing coming up at 1.45. But I will be doing Facebook Live later. Uh, visit If you want to see Cranston PD Live, we have it posted, episode 10. It's on the website, petro.com. Let's break for the 1 o'clock news. Back on the other side right here on the John DePetro Show. WNRI, Socket, W260DC. WNRI.